Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. My name is Cody Sizemore and I am joined here by my lovely guest, uh, not lovely guest, but lovely co-host, <laughs> Maria Casillas. Uh, I've got guests on my mind, actually, because in just a few weeks, we are going to be dropping our 100th episode. And up until this point, we've been kind of teasing about, you know, who is going to be that special guest and if you're plugged into our networks, meaning if you're part of our Facebook group or part of our mailing list or part of our uh, Coaches Plus or whatever, that kind of stuff, if you're involved with us in some way, you've already seen that we've announced who it is. So I'm going to go ahead and announce it to everybody else who's not involved with us. Um, you know, <laughs> you really should be involved with us. We're going to talk about that in a second. But our special guest for our 100th episode is going to be the one, the only, Coach Chris Hogan. And we are super, super excited to have him on. We had a fantastic, fantastic conversation with him. Lots of just like bombs were dropped and like golden nuggets um, in that conversation. Like it was just an amazing, amazing time. And we are very grateful to have him. And, um, you know, he's a great guy. And, uh, you know, just just seeing where he's at now and what he's doing is is very, very uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Maria? Um, inspiration. Inspiring. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very, it's very inspiring. So be sure to check in with that. It's going to come out in a couple weeks, hundredth episode. Um, and with that being said, too, we are going to be giving people early access to that as well. Um, so anyone who is part of our Coaches Plus network will have early access to that, as well as a ton of other goodies and opportunities that you can be a part of that. So, you know, you can find the link to that to sign up for that and to get the early access in the show notes. And um, you can also find the link to that in our Facebook group, which is New Money Habits Financial Coaches. So make sure you're part of that. It's a great, growing and amazing community with like-minded coaches who are all trying to just make the world a better place, you know, Mm -hmm. so one coach at a time. So (laughs) with all that being said, Maria, how you doing? I am doing really well. Thank you for asking. Not enjoying the heat that we have right now and had an opportunity to go camping with just my kids about a week and a half ago. So it was nice to just get away from technology nice. and into into nature for a little bit and make some memories. Although, if I'm being honest, I probably would have preferred memories by the ocean. But <laughs> it's like... You know, you give, you take, <laughs> there's sacrifices, all of that. Um, but I'm happy to be back and excited to have some conversations with you today. Awesome. Yeah, me too. So what are we talking about today? Well, you I'm hoping... Surprise, so. Yeah, I'm hoping that you can... Uh, you know I follow you. <laughs> Every uh-huh. once in a while, I see something that you put out there. I'm like, oh, I think this would be kind of cool to talk about with our coaches. And there was a post that you put out there, and I'm not... I'm sure I'm not... I'm going to butcher it. Uh, but it was along the lines of, are you committed more to your dream or to your fear? Because you have mm-hmm. to choose one, something like... 
you know, if you choose one, it's going to compromise the other. There's no way around it. Something along those lines. And I, I know, I'm guessing, I, sh- I guess I shouldn't say I know, but I'm guessing you are putting out that out there for some of your prospective clients. And I just got to thinking as a business owner, as a coach myself, I know that a lot of times there are competing priorities in our lives. And I thought, you know what, I'll bet other coaches out there kind of struggle with this as well, uh, whether it's competing priorities or just fear in general, and what are we most committed to? So with your permission, I'd like to talk to you about that today. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, so that post I made yesterday, and uh, I I have it right here. I'm actually, I'll just read it to you so that, you know, you as listeners, you know, know exactly what it says. They can get the the unbutchered version. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The post actually says, uh, recognize which you're most committed to, your dream or your fear. Commitment to one requires sacrifice of the other, and there's Mm. no way around it, right? So I actually made that post because, like, I've shared with you uh, before about how I just absolutely despise that word, which is fear. Mm -hmm. Um, because I really do believe that it is like the number one killer of, of potential. Um, because like, you know, anytime that, that like I have a consultation with someone or a breakthrough call or whatever, and I know for a fact that, that I can help them and that they can see the results that they're wanting to, but they have that fear of commitment to, you know, the investment. Um, it bums me out, you know? So this is actually a line that I've started to kind of use in my consultations, you know, Mm, uh, mm -hmm. to give people that perspective, because at the end of the day, like they are committing to one or the other, like, you know, they have this desired outcome. And if you want to have that, then you need to be able to sacrifice this fear that you're currently holding on to. There's no way around it. Like you, in order to accomplish this, you need to overcome this fear. And, um, you know, if you want to be committed to the fear, then you just have to understand that, you know, you may not have that desired outcome, or you may not, you know, be able to get to that dream uh, place, you know, so you have to sacrifice that as well. And when you Mm -hmm. kind of paint that picture, it becomes a little bit more clear to people. It's like, okay, like, that's what's actually happening. Like, there's no way around this. Like, if I'm going to commit to one, and I just have to understand that there's consequences to each one when I commit to it. But I think that you're right. Like this isn't something that we can just talk to our, you know, potential clients with. I think it's also something that we can talk to our existing clients with. And it's also something that we can even apply to us as coaches ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, most of the things that are going to have the biggest impact on our clients are things that are going to have an impact on ourselves as well. So I think it's just so interesting to me that we oftentimes I don't know about you, but a lot of my ideas come from when I'm doing self-work. So, you know, if I'm trying to work on this particular thing over here, I am, you know, ingesting as much information as I can and I'm trying different things and I'm, you know, I'm getting rid of these things over here. And that's where a lot of the stuff that I work on with clients tends to come from. So if this is something that works super well with your clients, and I absolutely think it will work well with us. Now, I don't know if other people listening ever struggle with this, but I bet they do that idea of, you know, starting something new. So whether we have somebody who is just in the beginnings of creating a business or they're well into it and they're well established, 
there oftentimes is that sense of the unknown that creeps in. And and if we haven't figured out how to tamper that fear, that's what it kind of shows up as is fear. So we have to ask ourselves in this particular moment of where we are in our business, are we going to commit more to the goal or the dream that we have? Or are we going to give in to that fear that tends to, you know, weigh us down a little bit? So uh, when when that happens, what are some of the things that you do in order to make sure that you're committing more to the dream? Yeah, that's a really, really good question. Um, usually, what I would do is I would I would just ask myself the question of like, if I did this, and you know, what would my look what would my life look like? If I did this a year from now? And also, what would my life look like if I didn't do this mm-hmm. a year from now? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can even take it a step further. You know, like you can you can say like, okay, like let's start with one year, but then what about five years from now? What about ten years from now? Going in both directions, right? Mm-hmm. So I call that the ripple effect. And basically, like you know, if you were to ask yourself, okay, if I were to do this one year from now, my life would look like this, or one year from now, I would feel this way, or one year from now, I would. Uh, you know, view myself in this light or whatever it might be, right? And then mm-hmm. you just, just, you write that down. And then five years, you write that down. And then 10 years, you write that down. And then same thing in the other direction. What if I didn't do this, right? And when when you look at it on both ends of the spectrum, um, it becomes pretty clear because at the end of the day, there's there's a decision and no decision is a decision. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree so, with that. Yeah. So like there's always going to be the gives and the takes. There's always going to be the rewards and the consequences. And I think that that's kind of what the whole premise of the post is about is like, you know, you can either choose to do something or not, but we have to understand the gives and takes, the rewards and consequences of that. And when you do that ripple effect um, exercise and you actually write it down and you look at these two lists side by side, then it's pretty clear as to what is actually going to serve you. And when you know what's going to serve you, then it's, I think it's pretty clear as to what you should do. And then that's the next step is actually doing it and overcoming that fear. And I personally, the way I operate is that I, I go after hard things. I, I really, really enjoy, being uncomfortable and I enjoy taking the difficult route. Um, now, of course, like I don't do things to be difficult, you know, like if mm-hmm. there's, if there's an easier way to do something, that's going to give me a result sooner than sure. You know, like wh- why not? Uh, but I just found that like more times than not, that if you take the route, that's more difficult, you're going to have more reward in the long run. So something that's on my whiteboard for my goals uh, every quarter, I'm, I'm reading it right now. It, it, there's two there's two statements. One says fear or flow, which is a question. Mm-hmm. It basically says like, am I going to live in fear or am I going to live in flow? And the other one says you'll never go the distance down the path that down the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. Right, and I think that's so true because like that's I think a big culture issue. Is that, you know, whether it be DoorDash or, you know, uh, Amazon Prime, next day delivery, 
or hell, even even Tinder. You know, like you don't even need to like get your butt off the couch to find a partner <laughs> anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but most often those things lead to unfulfilled lives and, you know, not being where you want to be, you know, whether it be relating to your health, your finances or, or your relationships. Mm-hmm. Most of the time going down that path of more resistance allows you to take, to actually go the distance. Right. Yeah. Does that, does that mm-hmm. make sense? I don't know if I can yeah. answer your question or not. No, you did. You did. And then you even went a little bit further than answering the question. So if I may, I'm going to just go back just a little bit because I know there are some people who are listening to that whole ripple effect, which by the way, I think is a great exercise and, and are thinking, or at least their, their fear is allowing them to push back and say, okay, Cody, that sounds great, but I can't predict the future. So how do I know what it's going to look like in one year or five years if I go down this path or another path? And I, I know that that's just their minds playing tricks on them. And it's, well, let me say this. I know it's true that they can't predict the future. We can't possibly know everything that's going to happen to us. And so I don't want that that reality to stop people from at least engaging in the process of that exercise. Because if nothing else, it speaks to your potential. It speaks to your willingness. Uh, and it actually speaks to your creativity to create your your future, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a difference between being predestined to something and um, having it decided for you. So like the destination is is one thing, but if like, you know, the path that you can take to that destination. Um, so it's, I think, I think all of that is just to say, don't let that voice inside of you that says, well, I can't predict what's going on. So I'm just not even going to bother with the exercise. Allow your mind to go there. And just if, if you had your way, what would it look like to do this thing or to do that thing? Or if you just use common sense or use what has happened in the past, like we can use, we can use our experiences in order to start to predict a little bit of the future, at at least maybe not the things that happen to us, but the things that we do for that. Right. Yeah. uh, You took the words out of my mouth. There's two things I want to say. One is building off of something that you just said. So um, I was going to say that you can predict the future based off of history, you know, because Mm -hmm. like your argument of like, well, what if I do do this and I can't predict the future of that everything's going to turn out great, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe there's some truth to that, but you you do know what not doing it looks like Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. don't want that. That's why you're having, you know, the internal conflict in the first place. So you know, it's like, why commit to something that you don't want? Like, give it a chance, you mm-hmm. know? And, and that yeah, that's a really to, good point. Yeah. Like, like you already know the outcome of one and you don't want that. So why accept it? You know, but mm-hmm. that brings me to the second point that I was going to make. Um, I call this the, 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 the rocking chair analogy. Okay. So mm-hmm. Basically, like if you are able and willing, you should go to a nursing home and just volunteer for a week. And, you know, have conversations with those people. Because I guarantee you, if you have some conversations about life with people, um, a lot of the times you might find that people will say, I wish I would have done this, or Mm -hmm. I wish I'd, you know, uh, 
would have given my chance myself a chance with that or i wish i wish i wish right um the i wish at the end of your life is one of the most destructive things you know so when you are met with a decision <clears throat> picture yourself at 80 years old sitting on your front porch in a rocking chair and if you ask yourself the question or if you if you state you know a statement that basically says like what if i would have done this or i wish that i would have taken this chance then you should do it you should do it because in my mind there's so much more power and there's so much more um self-respect of trying something and having it not work out than not than not trying it in the first place and never knowing mm -hmm. you know like there's the fear of there's 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 the fear of um being uncomfortable and then there's also the fear of regret mm -hmm. and i think that one is much more powerful and the one that is more powerful is regret you know like i don't want to regret anything you know, I want to be able to get to my end of my days and knowing that I didn't leave anything on the, ta on the table, that like I went to my full potential with every decision that I could make. And maybe some worked out and some didn't, but at least I know. Mm -hmm. The only thing I would probably add to that and full disclosure and disclaimer here, uh, I, I come from a very like God-centered worldview. And so... I'll just throw that out there because that's going to, it's going to lay the foundation for what I'm about to say. I agree with all of that. And I would add that there are, there's still a need for discernment in there. So, you know, and, and that only came to mind because you're like, well, I want to try all of the things. And there are things that, um, that my flesh would probably like to try that probably aren't actually in my best interest. And so I, I would yeah. rather not, <laughs> I would rather not engage in that. Um, but I, I, I know you weren't necessarily going there. Um, mm -hmm. So maybe this is a little bit more philosophical than it's necessary for this particular podcast. But that the word discernment is important to me because there are sometimes, especially in my life, and I think I've shared a little bit about this before, there are competing priorities and, and things that, you know, are things that are actually equally important and have equal good value. Uh, the outcomes might be different for different people based on which route I take, but I'm not having to choose between, you know, fear and, and, um, you know, getting out of my comfort zone, but it's more like having to choose between path A and path B and both of them lead to completely different destinations, but both are worthy of my time. And I just don't have time to do both. There is that sometimes that comes into play as well. And so I've had to really practice the, the practice of discernment and understanding like, okay, I, I'm choosing between two goods and to, to really kind of let go of some of the guilt that surrounds letting go of one of the goods, even though, um, and not feeling like, oh, it must just be this fear, but also recognizing if you've got two that you're choosing from, if you're afraid of one of them, if I'm afraid of one of them, am I allowing the fact that both are good to let me off the hook. So that's, that's one small peek into my crazy mind. Um, but I, I'm assuming that if I'm 
thinking that way that I'm not the only one out there. So, yeah. <laughs> so I just yeah. wanted to throw that on there you, too. I think you come up with a good point. Like you, you shouldn't just do everything because you can, like it should be things that serve you. Right. And, yeah. and maybe there are a couple things that serve you and you have to ask yourself like, okay, like which one's going to serve me more, which one's going to get me to where I want to be. Um, and which one's going to be the most fulfilling to not just myself, but also my family and my community as well. Yes. Right. I'm really glad yeah. that you said that because that's where my head really was, was not just yeah. in how it serves me, but how it serves others and, and the, the yeah. competing, um, the, the competing recipients of some of those services as well. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, you bring up a really, really good point. So I, I thank you for that, but. You know, I, I, I think to, to wrap this up, like this whole idea of, you know, the dream or the fear, which one are you committed mm-hmm. to? Mm-hmm. This is something that you can use as a tool and as a, you know, uh, like a like a mental exercise um, with people. Uh, you know, you can you can do it with your with your consultations. You can do it with your mm-hmm. clients who are going through certain things and you can do it with yourself, uh, you know, with your, with your practice or anything that is going on in your life. And, yeah. um, you know, I just want to invite all of you who are listening to step into that dream. I'm sure that, you know, throughout this entire conversation that there's probably, probably been some things in your life that you are like, Oh yeah, like I'm, I'm thinking about this thing and this definitely makes me afraid. Um, If you're feeling that, take this, take the very fact that you're listening to this episode right here, right now as a complete sign that you should commit to the dream. And that will cause some sacrifice of that fear. You have to overcome that. But you got to give yourself that chance. You got mm-hmm. it. Not going to say that I'm going to guarantee that everything's going to work out. It definitely could, but I'm not going to promise you that. But you got to at least give yourself that chance so that you know. Yeah. Because to your earlier point, if you don't try it, it definitely won't work out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we and we know right. how that makes us feel and what that does for the people in our lives. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you for allowing me to just totally hijack one of your posts again and, <laughs> and do a no. little spin on it. <laughs> Hopefully for the benefit of all of our listeners today. I really do appreciate it. And those of you who are listening today, we appreciate you joining us every single week. We love the feedback. I can't tell you how many times people have contacted us individually and just said, hey, I just got done listening to episode such and such and it was so helpful. So we really do appreciate you continuing to say that for us. And if you wouldn't mind putting that in writing, the reviews are always a great place for you to do that. We really appreciate that. And as Cody mentioned at the beginning of the thing, we want to make sure that you let us know in the group what you're needing from us and how you like to interact with us. So the only way to do that is to join the group. Facebook is New Money Habits Financial Coaches. You guys, we look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. 
be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.